Hello, hello, hello! Once again, this is Triple H. Hello, hello, Hangouts. I am your host, Edwin, and here in the fabulous Whereby Machine is Pam. How are you doing, Pam? Hi, Kamusta. Episode 13. Is it episode 13? Yes. Okay. <laughs> episode 13. <laughs> We're still going. It is hot. We have it not... is hot in Minnesota. Yes. But not humid. Well, is no, it he- no, no. But the thing is, though, human. even though it's 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 dry, it's dry. At least plant wise, because I'm just driving about, and then most of the lawns are like brown. <laughs> oh, mine! I'm trying to keep mine green, and <laughs> I know I'm trying to keep it green. Um, the lawn, not my watering habits. Um, <laughs> so. But, you know, yeah, it's just, it's, as my skin would attest, it's dry. Because <laughs> I am just, I'm just, like, just ashy. And I, I'm never this ashy, like, during the, during the summertime, because it's usually humid here. Usually. Usually. I'm, you know what, I'm hoping it's going to be a little humid, because we're supposed to get some rain soonish. Soon, hopefully. Soonish, for your plant's sake. <laughs> well, yeah, that and my skin's sake because, man, I just, I hate it. Like, it's just gotta, it's, this is bad. <laughs> lotion, lotion is your friend, and don't forget to drink water. You know that's the thing about like every time I go back to the Philippines, my skin is like perfect. Like, there's nothing wrong with my skin. It's like it's nice and smooth and. It's not even. I don't even use lotion because it was. Just, it's just nice and humid, and my skin loves it. But here, oh, especially in the winter time. Oh yeah, right. Oh uh, well, I yeah. Go, the winter time is dry. Yeah, dry. I go through jergens like as much as I go through water. You know, <laughs> it's. <laughs> it's just I'm practically bathing in this stuff. So besides you, <sighs> toasting literally, what have you been up to? You know, I've been I've been just working, and you know, in terms of the gardening part of it, like I'm taking a break because all the beds that I wanted to build are are pretty much built and ready and there. And vegetable the vegetable patch is going great. I'm already harvesting like leafy greens and stuff like that, and hmm. um and uh, and my onions, great. But you know, it's kind of it's kind of funny in terms of like food. I had this conversation with uh, a coworker of mine. Um, actually, he's a buddy of mine too. We we sort of just hang out. But he was trying to get. We were talking about spice, you know. Okay. Because um, he's a spice head, and and you know, Angela is a spice head, right? <laughs> Yes, and she is. Yes, she is. You know, she will do those spicy challenges you see on television that people look like they they're just having the worst day of their lives because they're eating like a ghost chili. Yeah. You know, or a Carol- Carolina Reaper. But we were talking about spice, and I literally said to the to the guy, "I'm Filipino. I don't do spice." He <laughs> was like, "What do you mean by that?" It's like, dude. <laughs> The, the spice that we get is like that. What's that dipping sauce? You know, like with the suka and the like the vinegar. 
with the chilies in it. Yeah, yeah. Like I the, think I think our taste buds do more vinegary than. Oh yeah, we like we spicy hot. Yeah, we do acidity, right? I mean, we dip right. we dip fish in in this like mixture of garlic, peppers, and vinegar. For me, it's Pina the salt. Corrat. That's the stuff. Pinakorat. Oh, okay. Yeah. For me, it's the salt. I like the saltiness of um, patis. Yeah, we do that. We do salt, sweet, right? Salty, sweet. Mm-hmm. You know, acids, right? That's this is pretty much adobo. What I'm talking about here, right? <laughs> All the three, the three main things in adobo: salty, sweet, acidic. You know, it's like the umami, as they would say. Like, there's a ton of umami in, in Filipino food. Yes. And, yeah, like, we just don't do spice. My parents had, like, a chili plant, like a like a Thai chili plant in their, you know, in their backyard in the Philippines. I think it's still going. I don't know who's harvesting it, but, but we only use it for, like, for, like, you know, like, suka or pinakura or something like that you know mm-hmm. like yeah. i've never seen it like i'm gonna put we're like <laughs> not like you know like some some cultures you know specifically like like the mexican culture where they're like putting like a ton of habaneros and and stuff yeah. to the point where like your mouth is burning yeah you we know. don't do that very often <laughs> we don't do that you know we- korea will do that I remember i've had like some crazy hot korean fruit food yeah Go. Thai will obviously do that. Or Indian. Yeah, Indian will do that, right? I don't see it much like in the Philippines. A little bit in the northern Philippines, but not in the south. Mm, okay. Um, but like, it's like you know, Japanese won't won't really do it. I, they do wasabi uh, or something. I don't know. I mean, but... I mean the local. I mean the local spices in the Philippines aren't very spicy in general right it's not we have our spices like we do have our spices but it's not like i mean the thing about philippine like it's really hard to find like if i said some someone asked me like what is you know quintessential philippine cuisine you know Mm -hmm. i feel like saying like what's the quintessential like American cuisine because you know in the United States it's like it's like a mixture between like a ton of cultures right because of the right. history of the Phil- of the of the United States it's the same thing with the history of the Philippines where we're getting a lot of influences from like from China from Indonesia from India from mm-hmm. you know from Th- Thailand you know yeah so it's not like the only thing I know is that three main ingredients in Philippine cuisine. Soy sauce, vinegar, okay. and some kind and sugar. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and you know, and then and then everything and all those three things will just like go on top of rice. Everything goes on top of rice. Pretty much, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so in terms of like, yeah, I don't think we do spice. We, I just had this conversation with with a buddy of mine over at my at one of my, you know, one of the stores that I work in, and 
he was just laughing. But then there's another Filipino that that works in that store. That's mm-hmm. right. There's two Filipinos at work at my at my company. Hmm. You know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And she does I think she does listen to this show, so she'll know this, right? She was laughing too. And just because just because she'll do spice, I but you know, not like not burning like hot Angela spice. No. no. <laughs> so even I don't I don't I only I mean I can handle spice, but yeah. I prefer my my foods salty. <laughs> I mean, I will. I will mention my sin. I salt my rice if it's not salty oh, enough. Oh, dang! I'm, okay, <laughs> that's I okay. Mean, Some people that's put a quirk. That's, people put soy sauce on their rice, right? Because I do that too. If yeah. there's no salt, I will put. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we used to when I was a kid, like sealy or. But we, you know, Sealy is 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 Filipino for, for, like, red hot chili peppers, like, spicy isn't peppers. That, isn't that the vinegar? Is Sealy? that the vinegar sauce? No. No. That was pina colada. Oh. You're talking about. But Sealy, we when I was a kid, when we swore, like when we like did like said like you know it was like a swear word in front of our parents. Oh. Whatever. Yeah. Oh man. Bring out the sealy because you're so gonna that, be. So that was your soap. That was our soap, you know, <laughs> because soap was expensive, but sealy is just right in the backyard. <laughs> I mean, that was the, that was the. That the, works. Yeah, it, it works. works, right? <laughs> I was like, you're gonna get it. Like, stick out your tongue, uh, <laughs> you know. And, <laughs> you know that That's was funny. The... So, so your buddy is right. I mean. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like my salt and sweet <laughs> and acidic. Yes. Yes. What? So, what have you been doing? Um, in the past two weeks that we haven't uh, done the show. <laughs> well, <laughs> I binge watched Tracy, and we'll cover yes. this later on. Yeah. Um, and I've been watching my shows as usual. Staying inside. I actually, actually, you know what? I, I went shopping you went shopping <laughs> i did the filipino thing and i went shopping of course with a mask um for the air at conditioning? the mall of america oh yes air conditioning <laughs> i went to mall of america of course i have Free to go con. to the biggest mall oh yeah that's, that's closest and well plus we also wanted to check out ikea too because we wanted to buy a couple shelves for my husband and oh i miss i miss ikea food Oh, I actually I try their salmon. Everyone, I mean, their their Swedish meatballs is like their signature. It's so good. Grab lax. I tried. Okay, fine. I tried their salmon. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. The I basically just breathed it in. Is that it's the like, one? Is that, is that like the cold salmon? The the like the pickled salmon or whatever the uh, the marinade. No. Salmon? Well, it wasn't served steaming hot it wasn't served cold either yeah i mm. like it's it's served like on top like a hollandaise sauce and then they serve it with like a potato cake oh, and gosh. it's not a potato cake like you see in mcdonald's it's like it's round 
And it looks more like a crab cake, yeah. but it's made out of potatoes. I miss Scandinavian food. <gasps> like, I just... Last Scandinavian food I went to before the vid, right? We went to Eric the Reds. If you haven't been that? to Eric the Reds, it's in downtown Minneapolis. It's like oh. across... It's very close to the U.S. Bank Stadium. Oh, okay. In downtown Minneapolis. It's Eric the Reds. And you'll see, like, they had, like, a... They had a Groupons everywhere for Eric the Reds when they were starting out. So Ooh, I got okay. one of these Groupons, and they had the smorgasbord. Smorgasbord? Yeah, which is like this <laughs> huge platter, like wooden platter, right? Mm -hmm. Filled with, like, salmon and cheeses, and, like, they had, like, herring on there, and a bunch of other stuff. And, oh my gosh, it was like... If there if if there was a restaurant that that you if if there was a restaurant that uh, that you were hankering for Scandinavian food and you knew up and down was coming, that's the place. <laughs> because I'll have to check it out. Yeah, because it wasn't that expensive, right? Mm -hmm. But the thing is, you got to go there when there's no game because if there's a game across, oh, you know, yeah. in the U.S. Bank, they shut down the restaurant and they catered to like like the bar scene right right i made that mistake i went over to red eric the reds one time and expecting i'm gonna get the smorgasbord no you're not gonna get it today because there's a there's a vikings <laughs> there's game, a game. <laughs> it's like wouldn't the vikings be hungry for a smorgasbord i mean come on <laughs> they're vikings you know but <laughs> anyways they didn't have you know that's the thing you gotta go there before the game it's 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 really good I think it's like the thing to get if you're going to go to Eric DeRoz is that. And it's share it. You're not going to finish it. You got to share it with oh, someone. Of course, oh, of course not. Yeah. yeah. You're going <laughs> to you like share it with someone. It is. So, so, okay. so, yeah. So I was shopping at Ikea, shopping at Mall of America. I was happy. I believe in shop, shop therapy. Shopping therapy is real. <laughs> but the one thing that I wanted to point out is, okay, so we watched John Oliver in this household. Yes. And yes. And the latest one, um, well, it was latest when I watched it, but um, they he covered a segment of Asian Americans because, as you all know, we're still there's still a I uptick of of um, hate crimes against yep. Asian Americans, and then he covered like he covered like the history, like, wasn't it? Like immigration history. It was immigration, but also a big like he hit all the all the points that that we we talked about mm -hmm. he hit on how not everyone is chinese yeah because asia is a huge it, land mass yes it's the biggest land mass in the world it's which the is continent in the world which is what we talked about yeah. we're not chinese because we're asian yeah. there are other countries too yeah. and um they also talked about kind of like an identity crisis of those that were both American citizens and those that immigrated here. Mm -hmm. Because, of course, they, you can't tell. I mean, but still, um, when you when they ask on, you know, who they are, they, they, they still struggle with it. And yeah. we covered that in a previous episode as well. But my favorite one, my favorite one, because John Oliver is a comedian... He mentioned the Filipinos. Yeah, he did. And, and he had a 
video segment of Jollibee. Yeah, oh, the Jollibee one, yeah. I was like, oh, Jollibee, my heart. But then this video segment was actually taken from a like a like a video uh like a phone camera or whatever of yep. the Jolly Bee mascot twerking. Yeah. <laughs> Me, I'm like, oh no! Did John Oliver just make this video viral? <laughs> yeah, I. I'm pretty sure a lot of. Mom's be like, I'm not gonna bring my kids there anymore. But someone, everyone else is like, let's go to Jollibee. <laughs> yeah, someone actually mentioned that. Someone actually mentioned that at my work about Jollibee. Because I keep tarping about Jollibee at work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and of course, they watch the John Oliver show, and now they're sort of like, I get it now. I'm like, no, no, that, no that's not, not that's what Jollibee is about. <laughs> that's not it. Their, no. their mascots don't do that. I don't know why, <laughs> but Jollibee is more than that. <laughs> yes, and it's—I just find it funny. It's I all about, it funny that it's all about the Champ Burger and the Hawaiian Burger. That's that's my go-to's. Uh, at Jollibee, <laughs> yes, I like their chicken. Oh, their chicken's and, good too. Yep, and their noodles. I go for the pancit, but they have also book there too. Oh yeah. They have part of the book there. Oh my gosh, Shelly B, come here to the <laughs> Twin Cities. Um, I miss your chicken and your burgers and your part of the book. Just oh yeah, and your tuna pies and your peach pies. I'll I take those two. They had tuna pies. Oh, okay. oh they have tuna okay. pies. Okay. Three. We for, need to fix this. Three for one deal at Jolly Bee. Get three for one. <laughs> we need to fix this. Who do we have to talk to in order to get Jolly Bee to uh, Minnesota? We've been we, at it. We gotta go to a Smash Burger and tell them like, okay, <laughs> you guys need to go away. Bring your bring the parent company over here. Yeah, Let's... I think we should need, we have to have a a heart to heart talk with one with the CSFA or whatever. Speaking of CSFA, yes. Um, yeah, let's let's move on to what's going on locally. All right, so what's going on at the CSFA? Okay, so they hosted a Philippine Independence Day on June 12th yes. to commemorate uh, when the Philippines gained their independence from Spanish rule. Yes. And what they did was that it's not only just CSFA, it was FMA, it was Philippinex, it was, oh, so this was all, like, these, all the societies were there. All of the societies came together and they did this huge online um zoom call really yeah. um i was able to um to uh attend it and i mean it was it was just a you know a huge celebration uh there were a couple of very good um singers one was of a child singing ako ay pilipino you know Ooh. the iconic the unofficial <laughs> anthem of the philippines yes. <laughs> that's what that is <laughs> yes and um and then they, they featured vi two gorgeous twin sisters i th well they look twin sisters but they are sisters uh -huh. but um but yeah v very uh very talented and there doing? was also readings of or yeah there was readings of of 
It was in Tagalog, <laughs> unfortunately. Were they like were they like orations? I think they're. I think they were orations. Okay, because Filipinos are big on orations. They are. They are. <laughs> and you know, as uh, <laughs> um, I don't know what it was about, but um, but yeah. And they also did a flashback of some dances and just a very big uh, the Filipino. I hate saying talent show, but that's how it we celebrate it. it. It really is. It is. <laughs> you know what? And that's the thing. Filipinos will do a talent show. Even like, I went to go to a. I went to a. I went to a like, like town festival celebration, um, in the town that that I'm from. Guess what? There was a talent show. <laughs> you can't. You know, there's some dude who wants to sing. You know. Um, you know, a Filipino, like, you know, Johnny Aguilar song or whatever, you know, from the mm-hmm. 1970s because he wants to sing it. And, okay, turn on the karaoke tape. He's going to sing it. You know, that's and this that's is, how we do. That's how we celebrate things. Just yeah. whip out the karaoke and then it's a party. <laughs> exactly. And that's, you know, do it on stage. That's the, oh, man. Yeah. You cannot, you cannot go through a philippine celebration without some kind of like a a talent show (laughs) so it makes me wonder and maybe you might you might know this how are like independence day celebrated in the philippines you know i i i've never been there on june on like june 12th i've been there july 4th here's the thing the philippines has two independence days correct right june 12th is Philippine Independence Day from Spain, July 4th. That's right. It's also, you know, American Independence Day, but it's also Philippine Independence Day from the United States. Correct. So and so it's, I didn't, I guess maybe I was oblivious, but I never saw really any celebrations in terms of like how we do Independence Day. Like everything is shut down and yeah. <laughs> you know, aside from grocery stores and whatever, you know, and fireworks and everybody's at the lake or whatever or or in the <laughs> marina and being all drunk and everything and getting attacked by mosquitoes. Being attacked at by mosquitoes in Minnesota. In Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. I didn't see any of that during July you know, when I was in the Philippines on July fourth. I just knew that in fact, I I didn't even know that the Philippine Independence Day was was July fourth. I keep thinking it was like June fourth. Oh, you know, <laughs> for some reason I think it was in June fourth, but yes. no, it's July fourth, and yeah, I just didn't see anything. I mean, I don't know if it's just because of the the relig- the religiousness of the Philippines, where like. You know, Easter is the biggest deal in the Philippines, right? Oh, really? Easter is, oh, yeah. Easter is like, like that week, Easter week, you know, from Palm Sunday to to Easter Sunday. That whole entire week, everything is shut, right? Oh, I didn't know that. And you know, and because of yeah, I mean. There's so many holy obligations in the Philippines, you know, during that time. Like, you got Holy Thursday, you got Good Friday, 
the vigil that happens on Saturday that takes like two to three hours long. The, you know, Sunday mass, you know, and then the celebrations that happen. You know, even Friday, Good Friday in the Philippines is nuts. Like I believe it. <laughs> like, like. Are you talking more about more nuttier than, like, I'm not talking about ha ha funny nuts. No, I'm talking about like, holy crap nuts. Are you talking about the enactments? Yeah. Uh huh. Okay, I know what you're talking about, but yeah. if you want me, <laughs> you can explain it. You can explain. It. It's nuts. Like I no. can't. No. <laughs> <laughs> um. It's like why. <laughs> Why? But that's in a specific region of the Philippines. Not everywhere not, not does everywhere, that, though. But the pageantry and the stations oh, of the parade. cross. Yes. They do, like, all the way up to that. I remember sitting down with, you know, during Good Friday, during the day. It was either Good Friday or Saturday. During the day. And they, like, this dude was marching outside with a big cross in the town doing stations of the cross right if you're not catholic right this is basically the you know the you know the crazy you know the crazy half of of the gospels right the whole like jesus dying on the cross and that sort of thing and that whole that whole deal and this guy was like in the town dragging across and the end point was the church right of course <laughs> so it began at the church it ends at the church right it was literally just a what do you call it like a not a parade it's basically that you know yeah we'll just call it that for now yeah or something <laughs> i'm being so sacrilegious right now <laughs> um don't mean procession to. the procession yeah and yeah it's like that it's a big freaking deal it's bigger than Christmas, you know. Although Christmas, <laughs> Christmas at least has fireworks. Yeah, and it does start in September too. So <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it that. It does start so, on September because it's the Burr months. So, so. <laughs> okay, so the Independence uh, celebrations aren't as big it's not as, as big as here religious here, uh, holidays. Here is. Here is like I don't Nuts. know I don't know if it was like a big shocker to my parents when we first came here in the United States. But I like Independence Day, like July fourth. I don't know if it cause Like I I never asked my parents that what they thought about July fourth and the whole like what they thought of it. Because it's nothing that we do like a secular holiday like that. Yeah. So. Yeah, I I mean I it's I was today years old that you know Philippines actually has two independence yeah. <laughs> days but it just seems overlooked. Yeah. Because it's not celebrated not as you know not with big as big of a flair as you know religious holidays. Yeah. So I was just curious as to how does that differ from here if it differs. Yeah. Well that's it. I mean that's that's what it is. I mean, I could be wrong. I mean, hey, maybe because I come from the south of the Philippines. If anybody out there is listening that's coming from, like, the north, right, or the Visayans, right? Well, I, I'm from the Visayans, too. So, 
<laughs> anybody's coming from the north and wants to like correct us and, like oh we take this like a big deal over at Baguio City or whatever you know like that yeah just email us um hollow hollow hangouts at gmail.com or go to legendcreators.com and drop us a line in the comments and we'll definitely re definitely read it and we will you know I am not afraid to be standard corrected so <laughs> We are not. We're, not. <laughs> We're more of a discussion uh, podcast than this is truth kind exactly. of thing. So. These are my experiences. So, <laughs> you know, right. as much as it's, yeah, it, you know, that Pam's got her own experiences and I got my own experiences being a Filipino. So, what's next? Or do you um, have anything else? Well, uh, not, nothing about what's going on in the statewide, yeah. but nationwide. Uh, we are uh, recognizing June as Pride Month, and I was hoping that we would talk about that. Yes. Oh, oh I don't want that. <laughs> yeah. It is Pride Month, and we like to recognize. Um, last what was it last last month was Asian. Oh, a, uh, Asian, yeah, Asian Pacific AAPI, AAPI month. month. I didn't know that yep. actually existed, but that's pretty cool. I know the L, I know the LGBTQ month existed. So, yeah. So, um, I, I I think it was in the past. I think it was our last uh, podcast episode. I think is when I mentioned on how um, the Philippines is actually one of the most Mm, I don't. I don't know about welcoming, but they're more accepting. Yeah, they're not. They're. I. I would say they're the, especially pre-colonial Philippines. There was no oh, yeah. gender thing, like as much as what we would see it, like, you know, Western yeah, gender so roles, that sort of thing. Yeah. So, <laughs> so for those of you that didn't, I think it was. A couple, a couple uh, episodes ago, where we were talking about pre-colonial um, Philippines, and we covered the Babaylan and um, how the Babaylans are usually are. Is it? Babaylans? They have a central role. They have like a very high yeah. role in terms of Filipino society. It was usually run by women. Yep. Or feminine people yep. usually men that dress in women garbs yeah and you know usually they you know acted more feminine who were who more like identify as more as more feminine than they would say masculine correct right and i mean back then they just viewed it as you know everyday life and they would go about it. There wouldn't be no stairs or whatever, until colonials or Spanish colonials come, came in, and they're like, "No, no, no, no! You're not supposed to do it this way." Yeah. And <laughs> and actually, I did watch a TED a TED talk regarding of this, and unfortunately, I didn't watch it. I should have watched it before recording. But I'll have to watch it again. In fact, once we post it, I might uh, po uh, post it on our Facebook page so that everyone else can just 
um, can listen to what this guy has to talk about on uh, LGBTQ equality in the Philippines. You know, one, but, of, one of the things about the Philippines I'm, I'm glad about, you know, is that is that the culture in the Philippines when it comes to LGBTQ is slowly becoming more accepting. Yes. You know, like I remember when I, my, my, there was one time my dad went, the dad and I went to a barbershop in the Philippines, right? Mm -hmm. And the guy who was cutting my hair, right? You know, the guy, I don't know what, you know, what pronoun or she, you know, it was, it was way back when, right? He was gay. He was, okay. he was, he was dressed in drag. He was very feminine. He was gay. And it was accepted in the entire town. Right. And he was there and he was just, he would take on like, like, like festival roles and stuff like that. And he was actually a, you know, it, it was, it was something, especially in a town that is, is heavily, re heavily religious, mm -hmm. you know, that I felt like the town was very accepting. Oh yeah. You know, so, you know, not all, you know, not, I don't think, I feel like it's like the Philippines is sort of like a mirror to here in terms of like what's going on. Actually, I looked up the Pew uh, on PewResearch.org on like statistics, yeah. like global statistics. Um, this this it shows a of a map of the whole entire world, and they would they would shade in those that are most accepting of homosexuality by society. Mm -hmm. In about spring of 2019, the U.S. grade was about 72, percent which is high ish. Um, the Philippines was 73. Really? But the thing is, though, the Philippines, <laughs> um, the Philippines, uh, looks, they, they, they shade those that are the more accepting you are, the darker the shade is. Mm -hmm. The Philippines is the darkest shade in Asia. That's awesome. That's great. I like that. Australia, <laughs> though, is at 81. Philippines at 73. Japan at 68. South Korea at 44. <laughs> I'm on so. South Korea. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you know the thing but, is, like, especially oh. at the cinema, the cinema of the Philippines, right? Oh yeah, really displays this. Like, they're. I mean, I have a movie. I forgot what it was called, but I wonder if it's something that I was about to show. <laughs> it might be. What, what are you going to talk? What, what are I you actually have three, show? but okay, go you go first. No, there, no, no! You go first. There was this movie. I think it was like made like back in like the like the two thousands or something. Where it was this guy. He was, you know, this guy is homosexual, right? And had a crush on this other guy, but this gal liked that guy. It was like, oh, weird. it was like a what was that? Like a Greg and Stacy, I think. <laughs> a love triangle. Yeah, it was a love triangle, but okay. It was one of the. It was. It was a. It was like a. It was a very popular movie in the Philippines. Do you remember the name? I don't know. I'd have to pull out the CD, the the, the DVD. Actually, no, the oh, VCD. Okay. It's in VCD format. 
Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> actually, the ones the one movie that struck me that that really rocked the how the Philippines really was accepting of LGBTQ, Jack and Jill. Yes. Sharon Cuneta and oh, I forgot the guy's the dude's name. But Dong Dantes, no. No, 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 no. This was <laughs> I was watching this when I was when I was a kid. Oh, okay. And <laughs> it, it, it was Sharon Cunero played Jack, and yep. she was a tomboy. Yep. Jill, uh, was I think it was her quote unquote sister. Uh-huh. Um, but it was actually a a a male identifying as female. Um. And and his name his name was a uh, goes by Jill. As the plot thickens, um, Jack all of a sudden like falls in love with some guy, and she <laughs> she turns to her sister, quote unquote, to be more feminine. And I thought that was very adorable. <laughs> and what happened was that uh, this hunk that he's that Jack falls for was actually part like was involved in like some gang or whatever and in the at the at the end of the movie what jill happens to do is that in order to save his sister he had to become more quote-unquote a man and this is when it gets a little bit uh, tricky but it's basic he basically became more manly or whatever which i don't get why but um he he decided to beat up some thugs, and apparently it ended with a happily ever after. I don't I forgot what it was. The movie is Jack and Jill, but the thing is though it was back in the day, so I highly doubt that it's in any streaming services. But that's one of the movies that I remember. I used to have the VCD, but then yes, someone lost I know. it. No, I yeah, that would, that would be me. <laughs> that would be me. <laughs> happened during a move. No idea what happened. <laughs> so, um, I just wanted to. Okay, so, um, here are, and these are like everywhere. And I had no idea that they were LGBTQ in the Philippines. Like these are celebrities. These are some celebrities, right? Because mm-hmm. I know there's more. Um. Alex Diaz, Scottish Filipino actor, dancer. Alex Diaz, right? Mm, okay. Um, LGBTQ. Um, stated, never again will I be shackled by the f- fear of what might be said about who I am for fear of losing my career. Instead, I will seek help, heal, and champion change, acceptance, and representation for the bisexual community and or anyone who is met with prejudice in society. You wrote that on Instagram. Yeah. Right? Marie Hasmin. Right? <clears throat> TV host and model Marie Hasmin um, said, Labels are what humans use to understand navigate their experiences and the world around them. Just because they exist, it doesn't mean that you have to fit into a category or identify with a particular label. You also don't need to understand someone's identity in order to respect it. 
right this was yep, uh that. so she said this because when she came out after uh tabloids in the philippines there's a ton of tabloids in the philippines mm, questioned yeah. her relationship with director samantha lee so um okay mark bautista i did not know this mark bautista because she's everywhere um uh you know he said straight this is um he said where did he say this i don't see where he actually said this um said you know he announced that he loves both sexes back in 2018 he and back in 2018 he released a tell-all memoir to mark the occasion in an interview he says i just feel the bug on milestone telegasia for me which means i just feel like you know, feel that it's a new milestone you know for you know a, a milestone for him right for me mm-hmm. um accept me for who i am i don't care anymore um nora anor she's a she's a you know she's a uh she's a you know she's like a she's there with like like sharon canina in the philippines like Mm-hmm. She's a singer and you know an actor. Um, you know, Nora Nor casually admitted that she she may be bisexual. When asked if she was a lesbian, Nora was unsure. Instead, she took a liking to the bisexual label, saying, "Baka nga gan on ako." Hope I'm saying that right. Kung nganong ako masaya parin, tiba. At least pwede ka kahit ano yung kanon i have no idea my <laughs> my tagalog is rusty your tagalog is a bit rusty it's a little bit rusty <laughs> but they know what it means you know she's you know she's labeled you know she she says she's bisexual that's great mm-hmm. mikey bustos ah that's someone that we follow on social media right yeah <laughs> mikey bustos um you know, you may, you know, she, he said this on Instagram. Uh, you may feel stuck and things aren't going, getting better, but just believe in yourself and keep your eyes on the goal. Uh, you'll get there as long as you, as your next breath arrives. You don't have to worry. And this was a, you know, uh, thing he said when uh, he said uh, when he dropped, uh, you know, that he was, he came out as bisexual. Um, he said, me, I'm bisexual and identify as male. I think I figured I was bisexual sometime in college. Okay. So. Huh. I didn't know that. Yeah, there's many. There's Issa Pressman. You know, that's, uh, I don't know who she is. She's a YouTube, okay, YouTube video, YouTube person. You <laughs> that's know, why. I just find it interesting that, you know, how the Philippines are usually very, you know, strong in their Roman Catholic uh, religion and everything. Yeah. Even in schools, even though, you know, the church itself still, you know, says it's a sin or whatever, they are still accept. Yeah. They still accept the uh, LGBTQ um, people in yeah. the community. Um, but that doesn't mean that, you know, um, 
that you know the Philippines is perfect regarding of LGBTQ. There's still there's still quite a long way to go mm-hmm. because they still are um, struggling for equal rights, especially oh, yeah. with policy. Um, oh, they have they have their issues. Oh yeah, they have so a lot of issues. <laughs> quite similar here. I mean, yeah. I mean, um, there is this report that I actually found. It's called Being LGBT in Asia, the Philippines Country Report. It's 86 pages long. But they break it down as to the history of LGBT. Um, you know, they point out certain problems that exist for the LGBTQ, LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. And then they try to, uh, like, note down what could we do to, you know help improve, you know, help improve their community so that yeah. they are, you know, in fact, equal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and the fight exists here, too, in, you know, right here in oh, yeah. Minnesota. There, I would like to give a little shout out to the Philippinex for Immigrant Rights and Racial Justice Minnesota, also known as FIRM. Mm-hmm. Um, if there are any LGBTQ of Filipino Americans that want to learn or to reach out. Yeah, they're a good place. They're a good place. Um, They could be found on Facebook. Um, They could also be found on their own website at uh, firmtc.org. So I strongly suggest we do check it out. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, um, even just going just to social media like like what you did edwin or checking out just movies go search filipino movies on like netflix or hulu yeah chances are you there will be a bunch (laughs) there will be a bunch that do cover lgbtq especially this month the i did watch one actually um this one was called the pent Panty, it's spelled P-A-N-T-I. Panty. Yes, the Panty Sisters. And it could be yeah. a play on words. I don't know. But I just, know. you know, that's how it's spelled. <laughs> and it's actually about three gay brothers. One is technically a half-brother. Um, the plot is, is that their father, who is very rich and very snobbish, um, he got word that he's going to die and he wants to pass his inheritance to either one or all the, I think it was one brother. The thing is, is that there were conditions that need to be met and that the brothers needed to quote unquote, stop being gay (laughs) and to prove it, they had to impregnate a girl. (laughs) It's, oh, the plot sounds sick. And that does sound sick. <laughs> when I watched it, I was like, are you serious? But I continued watching it. It was, wasn't the greatest movie, I will tell you that. But the ending was actually... There was a twist to it. And I was like, oh, totally didn't know that that was going to happen. But okay. <laughs> oh, playing on Filipino family stereotype and... <laughs> There was another Netflix, but Ah. it's no longer 
it's no the show is no longer there, but it was about a coming of age of a boy who knew that he was gay, mm-hmm. but he grew up, you know, with his father and two brothers who were actually criminals. And what happened was that this boy fell in love with a cop. So I can't tell I, I don't I don't really remember what events inspire, but it came to the point where he had to choose between family or his love. Oh wow. Wow. <laughs> just no just knowing Filipino families. You know, there's some oh. there's something to that. <laughs> so. Yes. And I would like I don't know if this is streaming anywhere, but there is one that I want I would strongly recommend and it's called Bwakaw. B-W-A-K-A-W. What it is is that it actually the protagonist is an elderly man and he's actually a closeted gay. He befriends a dog. <laughs> and um the whole story is that is this whole I'm gonna die alone because no one will get ever get that I'm gay and whatever and he later falls in love with this guy and <laughs> and it's just it's a it's very like opposite to of the of the coming of age story that I just said yeah but it's I like how it covers like the elderly perspective of being gay wow that's you know that's um I think any of this stuff really existed on Netflix. Although I just did turn on my Netflix again for for Trace, <laughs> so I want to have to, I have to like do some deep diving into Netflix because I know there's a ton of Filipino movies on on Netflix. You know, oh, especially yeah. LGBTQ Filipino movies. So it was either that or or just the cheesy drama. Oh, the the quintessential. <laughs> Filipino rom-coms. <laughs> it's basically the Filipino Hallmark <sighs> Channel. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But yeah. Anyways, so that's 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 yeah, that's great. LGBTQ in the Philippines, and we're at seventy-three. You said so. We're getting, we're getting. Uh, it's pretty good <laughs> considering some, you know. Some yeah, that one. Yeah, those those data was based on spring of 2019. I highly doubt that anything has changed that much. No, not that. Two but years. yeah, I mean, the highest in Asia. Yeah. Good job, Philippines. Good There's job. a little. <laughs> There's a little bragging rights yes. right there. <laughs> so speaking of Netflix, um, we <laughs> we did we did watch Trace. So. Here's our, we'll try not, we're not going to spoil it. It hasn't been, you know, hasn't been two weeks yet, so we can't mm-hmm. spoil it. <laughs> but here we go. So, <laughs> Pam. Yes. You read the comic book. At least, at least the comics that are available that I could buy. <laughs> yeah. You watched it. Yes, I binge-watched so, it for one night. Yeah, it took, me, it took me multiple nights. I'm a, I'm it, a busy guy. <laughs> like, I know you're a busy guy, but I was like, okay, we have to stop 
like halfway because I need to go to sleep. And then halfway came, I'm like, no, I can't sleep. I need to know, I need to know. What's, what's going next. Yes. So, first impressions, go. I will say that um, I think if I were to compare it to an anime, I would say a very fast-paced version of Helsing. Okay. Would you... Uh, have you watched Helsing? No. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> no. But I, uh, I haven't... I can't... Com- I, I, in terms of comparisons, I really can't compare this. Okay. This one. Um... But I'm like, it really is dark, so please don't watch it with kids. <laughs> yeah, this is not kid-friendly. This is not a family-friendly... Espe- there is one episode that really struck out. I'm like, oh, this yeah. is very deep. Like... Yeah. It's not... Put the so, kids to bed and then watch it. Uh, there <laughs> may... I should say that there are trigger warnings. Um... Particularly to women mm-hmm. that are struggling. Okay. And maybe babies. <laughs> yep. Make that connection. You have been warned. I'm, yes. I won't say anything else. Yes. But that one was, I was like, oh, oh, ah. Yes. That one episode with, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying like, not to spoil anything here. It's I'm hard. I will, I will, yeah, that was a bit of a hard watch for me. Yeah. But, like, let's say, like, the fr- one through, like, five, I would just say, it was very fast paced. Yeah. Um, a little fast paced for my liking. That's my. There was a lot of, like, there was a lot of things that were hanging there. Like, a lot of, the, like, the main characters sort of were there, but it wasn't, like, the, the character the the main characters were not very developed like, except for the main starring role characters like Trace and the the two the brothers you know yeah and that's about you know in that whole entire story that that's there that was developed well but like a lot of like the the demigods in the in the story wasn't really all that developable. It was pretty fast. Yeah, I do. I will chalk it up to, and I, I will. I'll say this much. I think it's because they were constrained. Yeah, eight I agree. episodes. That's a lot. I mean, that's a lot of substance to work with. Eight, what was it like? Eight episodes. How long were each episode? There were like only thirty minutes. Yeah, like about a half hour. Yeah. So, I hope, and. I'm just going to say this much. Yes, there is a little like, you know, there's a little bit of a foreshadow at the very end, right? That they're going to do a second season. <laughs> Hopefully they do a second season. Um, that uh, something's going to happen. And I hope that that my, you know, my complaints, my, my critique... Right, right. You know, my critique will be met. You know, will be answered. Because, yeah, it is fast-paced. It's it's a little... It kind of felt like as fast-paced as like a... Like a... 
you know, a two-part special of, you know, of a Disney, a Disney show. <laughs> so fair enough. No, I get it, and I think they do it. You know, it's a brand new, you know, show, and they yeah. want to just test out the waters. So, and of course, they want to constrain it because they they really don't know how this is gonna uh, pan out. Mm-hmm. So they try to like do like bullet points of okay this is what happens and blah 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 yeah. blah blah and as long as people are biting i sincerely hope that they will you know continue to delve yeah into um the background of yeah. you know who's that and or whatever we got the um, points i mean they were talking about datus they were talking about the tribes and they were talking about the you know they were they're they're looking at you know, like the different like creatures of folklore. Okay, I so. want to ask. I want to ask you this. Of course, there are Aswangs in this, but were these the Aswangs? Were you thinking the this rendition of Aswang Aswangs? You mean like the vampire people? Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's they didn't they didn't really dive into that's the thing they didn't really dive into like. Like the whole like folklore of the Aswans, they just like showed the Aswans, you know, right. and what they did and what th- what they were, you know. But they never really dive into the folklore. That's that was my biggest thing, and that was my biggest thing about this the show was that they touched on, you know, like the folklore character, the fact characters of folklore, but they didn't really like dive into it like they didn't like right. they just showed it what they look like main characteristic and how that fit into the plot other than yeah. that there's nothing like there wasn't really like any like like character develop- development of the gods and that sort of thing it just it was just to serve the plot of the arc right Okay. So, but in terms of like all the other the creatures and stuff like that, there was like certain like creatures in there like I didn't even recognize. Are you talking about like the wind, the wind uh, entities or whatever? Yeah, that the the um, I knew the giants because the giants that live in the Baleti tree, right? I knew th- are you talk- that. Are you talking about the soil monsters or? Not the soil monsters. That's different. Or the horse. No, not the horse. Not the horse ones. But there was like the horse ones are. They live in the. They live in the jungles in the forest, right? Okay. Don't go into yeah. the forest because they're gonna, you know, that sort of thing. But like the giants, they didn't really. You saw them, but you didn't know what they were. But I knew they were. They had something to do with that Baleti tree, because I remember okay. there's a folklore about Baleti trees where giants live in there, and that's why, you know, you don't want to go in there. <laughs> you know, yeah. or do you want to, you know, but that that I was glad that the central surroundings of the show, right, the Belated Tree had something to do with a lot of it because because that is like central to like a lot of folklore in the Philippines. I think that's I think I think I think that's in like like a standing characteristics of just folklore in general. Are trees? Yeah. Yeah, I would say that. It's either trees or rivers. 
that yeah. kind of serve as like a portal to another plane of existence or whatever. I hope they explain what the heck, why... Oh, I can't say it because it's going to ruin stuff. But <laughs> I hope they explain the thing about that tree. <laughs> because there's there's something that's going on with that tree in the show that has a lot to do with with Tracey. And I, I hope they explain that entire thing. I'm pretty sure they will. I mean, yeah. I'm looking I'm looking up on how pe- other people reacted to it. It's rated 7.3 out of 10 on IMDb. And on Google, just Google users, 97% like this show. Yep. So I am pretty sure that... they. they I mean, it, they did set it up for uh, another season. But I think the reception confirms. Should confirm, I should say. That there will be a se- second yeah. season. I, I'm, I'm going to hope... Until Netflix announces it, because you know how that is, right? I'm I, stubborn. <laughs> I'm stubborn. Um, so. I will say this though: I will agree that yes, the the show does is can be sometimes too fast paced for some. Um, if you want a slower pace, the comics are for you because they yeah. actually delve. They actually explain. Okay, so this is a blah blah blah, which blah 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 blah. blah. <laughs> so if you're if you want to delve into the mythology yeah. of of the show, I would turn to that. And, that's, and there's sorry, it, that's that's usually the case, right? If you really want to know about the story, go, go to the book. <laughs> Just go to the <laughs> book. Go to the books, right? <laughs> unless you're talking about unless you're talking about the Hobbit. Yeah, <laughs> right? well, how do you stretch a book? How do you stretch a you know two hundred page books to three movies? Come on, <laughs> or even make it into a game. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Um, but it's also uh just letting you know that if you if if uh, people have watched it and want to learn more about it, there's also a Trace After Dark is what it's called. It's basically a behind the scenes yep. of making Trace. So I have yet to watch it. So that's next on my list. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm excited. I'm hoping that, you know, I'm hoping that there'll be more. Especially I mean, that 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 cliffhanger. <laughs> and who the heck is that? And that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> but regard, I mean, you you do you do like it, right? Yeah, it was. I mean, it was good. I mean, it's different, and I'm glad that. I am glad that, you know, the Filipino culture is getting out there and this is definitely mm-hmm. you know this this only can help that yes you know so i'm glad that it's coming out i hope there's more i mean i hope that i hope that these sort of like like you know tales and folklore of the philippines and the stories that i grew up with in the philippines come out more i mean that's that's exciting to me mm-hmm. so Definitely, I'm, I'm probably gonna end up reading the comic books because, yeah, I'm uh, I'm all about the folklore, <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm all about the history and the folklore and that sort of thing. So I and I sin- and I sincerely hope that you know this show will help inspire you know other Filipino creators and yeah. artists or whatever to create their own art or their own stories. Yeah, video games. 
video games, video games, <laughs> movies made from, you know, that's in English and not in Tagalog, perhaps, even though I do like Tagalog movies. I'm just saying, make it more accessible to the wider masses is all I'm saying. <laughs> I think I think it is possible for a Filipino movie to uh to make it big globally. Oh yeah. Just, we just need need to work on it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I have no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> You're right. Don't don't let don't let Watch Korea it. eat your lunch, Philippines. Watch it. The title <laughs> is called Balut. <laughs> that sounds tasty. <laughs> I'm getting hungry. <laughs> and it's and then and then it's the type of movie that you either love it or hate it, kinda like the food. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh I'm hungry for a boat now. Anyways. Alright, I think that's, that's a good it. time to stop and exactly. eat. Exactly. <laughs> time to go get something to eat. Um So this is uh, episode thirteen of Hollow Hollow Hangouts. I hope you enjoyed it and thank you for hanging out with us. Um Please, uh, you know, you can, you know, please, uh, uh, comment, like, and subscribe. Comment, like, subscribe, yeah. share, and you talk know what? about it. Reach you know, out to if us. If you haven't subscribed, please subscribe, you know, and, uh, definitely you can find us on like Pocket Cast and all the other podcasts, but for some reason, and I didn't make this up and I, I'm not telling you to, you know, I'm sort of like telling you like, if you're going to subscribe somewhere, just subscribe on iTunes. Or, or Apple po- Apple Podcast because apparently, like, they're the they're the they're pretty much the ones that you know matter in this game, and we'd like to get you know p- other people to listen to us, and hope you can help us with that. But just subscribing, not asking for any money <laughs> or anything like that. No. Yeah, just uh, just uh, just your likes and subscribes. Um, you can no, hear us been... on. Well, <laughs> go ahead. Uh, no, I was about to say, Edwin, where can we find you? Oh, yeah. You can find me at T-Cities Edwin on Twitter. Um, I'm posting stuff on there. Uh, DIY Edwin. You can see what the heck I've been doing when I'm not making this show on Instagram. Um, I do a lot of like gardening and building and that sort of thing um, on my Instagram. Um, you can also find me on Facebook where you know Legend Creators is on Facebook. So, and you can also comment on legendcreators.com on our website. You can uh, post a comment there and it'll get to us. We love to hear your critiques and we love to hear what you think about the show. Yes. And then my name is Pam. You could also find me on Twitter uh, at PandaCatDragon1. You can find me on Instagram also at PandaCatDragon. Um, you could also reach me at that Facebook, uh, Legend Creators. Uh, you could also email us at hangout at gmail.com yep um, oh and also check out our website it's still under construction I think yeah, it's going there but you can comment <laughs> uh, you can just check it <laughs> out check at it out. legendcreators.com yeah. you can also reach us there too yeah so that's it um, thank you for hanging out with us again um, this has been Hollow Hollow Hangouts Triple H on the mm. Legend Creators Network Mabuhai Mabuhai. See ya.